and good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful week. I know I have, and you know why? Because fall break is near. Yes, I get a vacation, and you know what I'm going to be doing during that vacation? A paper. Yes, they love us so much, they're giving us a paper with which we have to read 47 pages, consisting of three cases before we even get started on this paper. You see, law school just loves its students, especially when it comes to breaks. We get none, but we're given time to sleep in, so at least there's something to be compensated with. But anyway, you're not here to listen to my woos and who's about law school. You're here because you want to see what I got for you guys this week and because we are still in October and I love Halloween, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects. I mean, I was obsessed with this subject when I was younger and that is zombies. Now, like I said, I was obsessed with zombies. I was a huge zombie fan. And for a time, I could say I was obsessed with zombies. I watched so many different types of zombie movies. I mean, from the big blusters to the indie zombie movies, which can either be really good or really really bad. I remember I watched this French zombie movie with a SWAT team and a drug dealer having to work together after the SWAT team was trying to bust the drug dealer and escape from a building. And I gotta say, that was a fantastic zombie movie. It was really, really good. I mean, there are some fantastic foreign films out there. If you are not aware that foreign countries made zombie movies, pick up a remote, look up Google because they have some really great ideas. But anyway, I just love zombie movies, and the funny thing about it is, there's not many that's well made. I mean, the few that I can think of offhand that were great was World War Z, Night of the Living Dead, and I do mean both versions, Dawn of the Dead, and yes, I do mean both versions for that one too, Zombieland 1 and 2, Train to Busan, Wreck, but besides that, the zombie genre, it has been alive for almost 100 years? And yet, there's only a few zombie movies that were considered good. It's a very, very untapped and overused genre at the same time. It's very weird. But there are thousands upon thousands of zombie movies if you really look it up. Like I said, it's weird because a lot of indie movies go for the zombies thing or a lot of college students will do a zombie thing. And it's a flooded market when it comes to that. And it's just terrible. I mean, I remember watching the weirdest, the strangest. I don't even know if this was an actual movie from a studio or a college one that was meant to be a parody. You know what this was called? Redneck Zombies. It was bad, but it was entertainingly bad. And you know how they warded off the zombies, these redneck zombies? I'm going to give you a minute to guess. One, two, three. Okay. Soap. The power of soap. (laughs) Like, I, I got no idea where the heck they came from. I mean, I've known some rednecks. Some of them are weirdly clean. But, of course, they work in the field all day, so they get dirty. But it was just hilarious. And it is such a low-budget horror movie that you're just... The camera is just grainy and everything else. I'm trying to think. What's a good... um. What's a good comparison? I, You know, I honestly don't know. Just if you have a chance. Oh, the Philosopaster. Yes, if you watch Philosopaster, you're going to enjoy this. But yeah, like I said, it's a funnily bad movie. Some of you might enjoy it. Some of you just 
just be brain dead for a couple of hours. But give it a chance. You might laugh. I hope you laugh, because if you don't, yeah, well, to each their own. But like I said, besides that, there are so many movie genres surrounding zombies that there are only been a few attempts that have made it past the critics that were like, oh my god, this is pretty good. And besides the movies, there have been attempts to adapt it for TV. Before the popular and unpopular Walking Dead, there hadn't been many zombie TV shows. And of course, when this show was getting adapted, the studio was taking a huge risk. And when The Walking Dead first aired, it exploded. I remember I enjoyed the first couple seasons of The Walking Dead because it was written so well. Heck, I think I enjoyed the first four seasons, if I'm going to be honest. But then it started getting repetitive and all that stuff. And I just, I haven't watched it since season seven. Honestly, I got tired of the rinse and repeat. But Honestly, after The Walking Dead, there were a lot of TV shows that sprung up dealing with zombies. And of course, while they did not last as long as The Walking Dead, they did revamp the genre. I'll say this. I mean, you had, um, oh my god, I think sci-fi had a zombie show for a while. Uh, Z Nation, I think. I watched a couple episodes of that. It really wasn't that good. But again, the one thing I'll say about The Walking Dead is while they did revamp the genre, they've been slowly killing it after all these years. And I'm not killing it like, oh my god, they're killing it. I mean, they're slowly and methodically killing the genre. And one of my favorite zombie TV shows, which I think was phenomenal and really brought some new life into the zombie TV show genre, was Kingdom now, this is on Netflix and is a Korean-based show. And I got to say something. I don't know if Korea has jumped into the zombie genre this late and just came up with these good ideas or they're starting to get into the zombie phase, but they've made some really, really good zombie shows and movies based around the zombie genre. I mean, one of my favorite zombie films, when I first saw it just hit into my top five, was Train to Busan. It was utterly fantastic, and I loved every second of it. And they made a second film, and it was horrible. Absolutely horrible. They changed everything that made the first one great. But honestly, it was really cool. I mean, I even showed my dad, and he's not a big fan of foreign films, and he loved it. And the one thing that's interesting is a lot of zombie movies and TV shows focus a lot of the, on the struggle of the people without getting to the actual danger of the zombies. I mean, there are so many different types of zombies movies sprung up around the years, whether it be in the past or in the present. And a lot of them, depending on what type of zombies they want to make, have different types of zombies. Honestly, of course, you have the Walking Dead zombies, which is slow as heck, and you keep wondering to yourself, how did the military fail here? But the scariest zombies, which honestly would make sense in the world of the Walking Dead and definitely would have changed stuff, would be the running zombies. You know how terrifying it is to see a running zombie? I remember I was so scared watching 28 Days Later, and then, of course, 28 Weeks Later, and Dawn of the Dead. They made me super scared of running zombies, because think about it, I'm slow. Like, if you were to race me, you're going to win. Like, I'm not a runner. And seeing the undead run with unlimited stamina, no. That's, that's, that's scary for me. And it's not even TV shows and movies. Even video games struggle with making a good zombie game. I mean, the best zombie games are very few and far between. I mean, of course, you got Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. Resident Evil 1 through 3, House of the Dead, Call of Duty Black Ops 1 through 4, and Cold War, and that's about it. It's super hard for 
video game companies and developers to actually make a decent zombie game for some reason. I mean, of course you had World War Z, which was okay, and don't make me mention Back for Blood. That was utterly, utterly disappointing. But they don't know whether to focus too much on the people or making the zombies different, the gameplay, or the story. I mean, it, for some reason, it's super hard to juggle with some of these developers, and it shouldn't be. But honestly, I know the people want to list The Last of Us as a part of the zombie genre, but we can't. As much as I would love to just throw The Last of Us in there, they have already established that the infected are not zombies. Even though they act like zombies, they're not zombies, so we can't like slap them in there. So just wanted to throw that out there just in case I hear people in the back was like, wait a minute, why didn't he last list The Last of Us? That's why, because technically it's not a zombie game. I don't know. But one thing I will say is the fact that a lot of companies, even some indie developers, have made pretty good zombie games as well. I mean, one zombie game that is underrated is Telltale's The Walking Dead. Now, I know this is a point-and-click game, but the story... The story was utterly fantastic, and it was compelling at the same time. Each decision would affect the story in some way, and I loved it. Everything played out, whether it be good or bad, based on the decisions you made, and most of the time, you didn't know what was going to happen. Not to mention, this game was fun to play at parties. Like, if you put this game in, and you had all your friends join in decision-making, you would have the time of your lives. I remember I was playing with family, and they all gathered around trying to make decisions. Oh my god, who am I going to save? Who am I going to let die? And they'd go back and forth, and there was a timer. They actually, um... Future Games actually implemented this and actually had a party mode where people can vote on their phones just to make it even better. And of course, you still needed someone on the controllers just in case like a cutscene came by and you had to make uh, like quick decisions and stuff like that. But it still was fun and focused so much on the story that you just had a blast. And, of course, zombie video games weren't the only things I was interested in. There was also zombie books. Yeah, so like I said before, I was kind of obsessed, so I went into every type of media for this. And I gotta say, the zombie books that I've read were really, really good. One of my favorite ones was called The Enemy, which took place in London, out of all places. And this was a very interesting zombie apocalypse, because while, of course, these ones ran, walked, and did whatever, they, for some reason, an infection sweeps in, and turns everybody over the age, I want to say, of 18. It could have been 16, but I really want to say it was 18. And turned them into zombies, leaving kids and teens. And then drama ensues. And it was very interesting because it's like, okay, the adults have turned into zombies. And I think they were called mothers and fathers, which interesting. But like I said, it was a great concept. I think he made like five or six books. Really great series if you're looking to get into like a zombie type genre. And... It's a compelling series. Another great series that I watched and basically read was called Rot and Ruin. I love the series. Uh, the creator was Jonathan Malberry, and he's actually made other books based around the whole zombie concept. But these were, there were some fantastic books. And of course, I gotta mention World War Z. I have read that book from front to cover. And here's also the other thing. They did an audio of that book 
with actors like Mark Hamill, Nathan Fillion, just to name a few. And they were basically telling these stories and acted them out in a sense. And it was fantastic. If Netflix is looking for another idea for a zombie, an anthology series based on the stories around World War Z would be utterly fantastic. It's a great book. And if you're not big on reading, the audio is phenomenal. Like I said, they get so many different actors to basically tell the stories within the chapters and you just dive in. I think they even got um, Martin Scorsese to say one. I want to say it's Martin Scorsese. The voice fits him so perfectly. But yeah, no, they really got a lot of actors. Uh, it's by Max Brooks, and if that last name sounds familiar, it's because he's the son of Mel Brooks, the famous director. So that's probably how he got so many different actors to basically uh, join in on this project. Because I gotta say, for an audiobook and how many actors that were involved, this one was expensive. But anyway, yeah, so that is basically all the types of zombie-obsessed stuff I was obsessed with when I was a kid. And it actually goes further. So... When I was about 10 or 11, and YouTube was still in its infancy, I had decided to come up with a video idea for YouTube to basically make a plan and tell people about how to survive and what to do during a zombie apocalypse. And if you were to look up this YouTube video now, you will never find it because I have deleted it. It is never to be found, never to be viewed upon. So yeah. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because I want to tell you how to survive a zombie apocalypse for the month of October for you personally, for those of you who watch and listen to my podcast, because I like you so much and I, while writing this episode, just fell back in love with zombies. I mean, honestly, I'm probably, after this episode, I'm probably going to watch Dawn of the Dead, the um, James Gunn version, just because it's just one of my guilty pleasures. But anyway, I'm going to tell you guys, starting now, how to survive a zombie apocalypse. Now, the first thing you got to do is establish which type of zombie apocalypse you are in. If you're w lucky, you're in like a walking dead situation, and this is probably the safest type of situation for you because you can outrun these guys, kill them easily with some long range or even short range weapons, or even just like a crossbow. Like these guys are slow. As long as you don't get cornered, you'll be okay. Now, if you're dealing with running zombies, guns, knives are your best friend. And this will be significantly harder because a group will be able to surround you and kill you or infect you faster than you can react. And you will have to hope that your reflexes are godly and you're quick on your feet. Now, if you are and you find yourself in a Resident Evil type of zombie apocalypse, good luck to you. I mean, salute, may the Virgin Mary be with you because you are in for one heck of a ride. Because besides zombies, you have no idea what other monsters or mutants are going to be around or have evolved because of this virus. Like I said, salute and all that stuff if you're basically in a Resident Evil type of situation. Yeesh. But also, moving on from the first thing, the second thing you would have to do is get your weapons. Now, of course, a gun is ideal for any type of situation dealing with zombies. But you run into two types of problems, major problems in my opinion. Is one, when it comes to using a gun, it's 
dependent on ammo and ammo is usually the first thing to get wasted and people fail to realize again that ammo is limited especially in a zombie apocalypse the gun will probably be your last resort if you really really need to use it you know why because one guns are loud that's the second major problem Guns are extremely loud, and if you're not trying to attract other zombies, using a gun is a terrible idea because they can attract more zombies. Use a gun in only emergency situations or, of course, if you're dealing with other people. The ideal weapon to be used in a zombie apocalypse is having a variety of melee weapons. Usually you want a long range weapon like a spear and besides that you would want a close range weapon like a dagger or a knife. So if for some reason you have you're dealing with two types of zombies you can take out one using the long range weapon and if the other one comes at you you've got your knife you do it you take it out and stab it in the head. That is probably your best ideal. Now again if you have a gun use it but only use it at your own discretion. Because, I mean, like I said, ammo gets low and extremely loud. Now, if you know how to use a bow and arrow and know how to craft it, use it. I mean, bow and arrows are super silent and you could probably get some pretty good kills with that. But to each their own and if you have no idea how to make or shoot a bow and arrow, well, people learn in the most dangerous situations. So you better hope you're a fast learner. Now, the third thing to do during a zombie apocalypse is to evaluate your surroundings. If you're in a city type place like Atlanta, Philly, or New York City or anything similar, your best bet is to escape the city. And I say this for many reasons. First, there is way too many people in a city, so you will be competing with thousands or hundreds of thousands competing for the same food, going to the supermarket, going to all this, and not to mention these places have over 1 million citizens. Heck, they might have 3 or 4 million citizens, and this just adds to the zombie count. Now, you also run into the risk of dealing with that many zombies as well, and that is bad because you will be surrounded. Sometimes you won't be able to escape a building just because of how many zombies there are. And even if you do escape a building, good luck on the outside because, wow, you'll be dealing with a lot. Now, again, if you find yourself in a city, make sure to try to escape and don't go to the highway. Don't take the expressway because you will be trapped instantly and made easy pickings. Try to go for some back entrances, some back roads, and yeah, because those are most likely the roads not going to be taken at first, and if you can use them to get out, you'll be good. Now, if you are basically in the countryside or a small town, your chances are better, but not overall good. Unless you're in a small town or city that has an agri agricultural environment, food will run short. And depending on where you are, winter will be a huge deal for you. And you basically want to establish a home base, per se. So you can be safe, store some food, and get ready for winter. And if winter isn't your biggest problem, then we weather changes will. Storage will be super important because you are going to want to try to grow your own food and try to farm. And depending on where you are, the Midwest, the Northeast or wherever, 
the weather is going to be your friend or it's going to be your biggest enemy when you try to grow some food. Because perishables like milk, meat, eggs, and etc. will be the first to go bad. Mostly everything in a can will last a while, but people will go for those first. And then you'll be stuck with non-perishables, which you could supplement with vitamins to get your daily needed calories and all the stuff your body needs. But unless you find a constant food source or make one, you're pretty screwed. Now, there are some places you're going to want to avoid during a zombie apocalypse. Now, military bases, unless you're in a small town or city, you're going to want to avoid this. And I say this because everyone, and I mean everyone, is going to go there. And depending on how widespread this thing is, the military may want to keep the virus from spreading. And that will probably end with some type of justification for mass murder. Now, again, if you know people on the base and you know that they will let you in, then go for it. The military is your friend in this situation. And unless you have a weapon to defend yourself, I stress this enough, especially early in a zombie apocalypse, do not go to the supermarket unless absolutely necessary. There is way too many people rushing in to grab whatever food is left, and it's a ripe picking for robbers. Like seriously, the zombies will be your least of your concerns when it comes to robbers. And other people will take advantage of the situation, rob you for your car or other essentials. Wait until everything dies down or people die down <laughs> and grab a weapon to defend yourself and go and see what people missed. Now, another thing that I stress that you should avoid, and this is unless you know the place, just avoid churches in general. And again, if you know the church and you know they got some good stuff go to the church but during an apocalypse people usually within the church start going crazy because they look into the bible and trust me when i say when people start going crazy they come up with some crazy solutions and you do not want to be there when they have these things because it just you've seen the movies it just goes wrong way too fast not to mention the churches usually won't have tools to defend themselves and will be overcrowded most times just stay home is your just basically stay home that's your best bet if you can't stay home try to find a place that you can establish a home base or even just uh get away from people now I know a lot of people will be like, all right, I'm just going to go to the gun store. But that is a terrible idea, especially during the first wave, because people will, besides the supermarket, people will start going to the gun stores. And one of the reasons why this is a bad idea is because you have a huge possibility of getting shot and you're, you're just going to want to avoid that. Again, same thing with the supermarket. Wait until things have died down. And unless you don't have a gun and need one, and if you're in the city, your local police department is your best bet. But again, stick with melee weapons just for the reasons I said above. And you find yourself in a zombie apocalypse in a small town and you know the guy who runs the gun store and you know he'll give you a pistol to help you out. Go for it. But again, if you don't need it at that moment, just stick with the melee weapons. Now, I know one of the biggest things people ask themselves during a zombie apocalypse or even a hypothetical is the going and grabbing a group or being a solo warrior a wanderer and honestly for me 
being in a group is probably a safe bet. And while you may be splitting the food and other essentials and you'll probably run out, you will have a much much better chance of surviving. But if you are a loner and you think you can handle the risk, then you should do it. Each to their own. Like I said, being in a group will be a lot better just because you run less of a risk of getting surrounded. And if even if you do get surrounded, you will have a lot more people to watch your back. And lastly, the last thing I want to talk about during a zombie apocalypse is protection. I want to say during a zombie apocalypse, there are so many ways for you to get infected, whether it be scratches, bites, you get the blood on you or whatever through an open wound. So many different situations for you to get infected. You need to be wary and you need to be wearing heavy clothing. Trust me, the heavier clothing you wear, the less likely a zombie bite is going to break your skin. And trust me when I say this, shorts are not your friend. The more exposed your skin is, the most likely you are to get infected. Now, I know a lot of people will be like, okay, I'll wear some type of armor. But this will not help you because one, armor most of the time is way too heavy. Your best bet is to wear some type of vest made for blocking knives. Because of course, uh, if they're made for blocking sharp objects, it's less likely that a zombie bite is going to basically puncture it. Now, if you really want to get creative, you can probably go to an aquarium, go and grab a diving suit meant for people dealing with sharks to avoid getting bitten because these things are literally made to be resistant to shark bites. You wear this thing and a zombie will basically be able to bite on your arm and it won't puncture anything. So that is probably your best type of armor to use during a zombie apocalypse. If you are not surrounded by a place that deals with diving, just stick with heavy clothing, wear as many layers as you can, or basically wrap some magazines around your arms and legs. So if they do try to bite you, they just bite the magazine and nothing else. And that is basically my tips and suggestions for how to survive during a zombie apocalypse. And another thing that I forgot to add is that I know a lot of people are gonna try to be like, oh, I got a bunch of guns. I'm just gonna shoot them with these. Let me tell you, making headshots is a lot harder than actually doing it in a video game or seeing it in the movies. I don't know how many people shot these zombies in the head and made the first go. I went to a gun range and started shooting. And you know, I was like, you know what? Let's see what happens if I was in a zombie apocalypse. Let me start shooting for the head. I missed nine out of 10 times. So yeah, like I said, melee weapons are gonna be your friend because if you can't make headshots, body shots are not gonna do zilch. Nada. Headshots are your friend. But that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed my zombie palooza. And if you're into zombies and was like, oh my God, there's so many different zombie movies or books that I need to read. And to that, I say, you're welcome. But I hope you guys have a good one. I'll see you next week where we're going to be diving into more horror themed episodes. So sayonara. See you later and have a good one. Goodbye.